Every team, every topic, everywhere. This is Believe. This is Private Talk Podcast with Alexis Texas, and we're back, season two, with another episode. And today, Private Talk, we have the pleasure of having Ayana. Hey. Hello. Welcome. Thank you for coming on Private Talk. I appreciate you taking the time, your busy schedule, and uh, gracing us here at Private Talk. Thanks for having me. I really appreciate you having me. Thank you. Thank you. So Private Talk, she is an actress, a singer, songwriter, dancer, model. You do it all. You're just, uh, you got it all going on. So what kind of projects do you have going on currently? I'm actually shooting several series for my YouTube, and I have a show that I'll be featured on on HBO. I can't say quite yet. But it will be coming out, I think, this fall. Keeping a tight lip, all right? That means it must be a big one. It it's must a really be really big one. Yeah. good. That's exciting. So, what um, what is your favorite? Do you like more of the acting, the singing? What do you? I mean, you do it all. But do you have one that you kind of favor more than the others? Honestly, no. I I want to say singing is probably a bigger passion because it's what I came here to do. I moved to Los Angeles like eight years ago. And I was like, oh, I'm going to just perform everywhere. I'm going to be touring, live, whatever, all that stuff. And I fell in love with acting while I was here. Auditions started coming, classes started. I'm like, okay, this is clearly something I can do to segue back into music by scoring the movies that I'm starring in or TV shows. That's awesome. So it's kind of like it was your destiny. You came to L.A. and it's just like you didn't know, but it kind of fell in your lap. Exactly. In a beautifully kind of way, organic way. Yes, that's perfectly said. <laughs> so you kind of got your big break in 2019 with the whole skit with Uber. Can you explain to us a little bit more and how that kind of blew up for you? Um, with, with who? With Uber? With your Uber? Oh. The Uber sketch. I don't know about that one. No. That one did that one go viral? That's what Frenchie told me. Really? Yeah. Maybe he, he must, knows something he must, that I don't he know. He must have liked it more than you did, apparently. <laughs> he probably does, because I'm like, which sketches that I've done It hit so over many. a million views. Wow. I you didn't even know, girl. Look, you got, we'll give you applause for that. You got a million views on a YouTube video. That's a big accomplishment. Thank you. <laughs> I have so many ideas that I started. So I started my YouTube two years ago. What okay. is your YouTube called? Your YouTube it's channel? It's Ayana the Artist. It's all under the same kind of brand and umbrella. But um, I started it two years ago, and I had no subscribers at all. And so now I'm up to 200k, which is pretty good. My goal is to reach a million this year. I'm gonna work my ass off, obviously, but um, I really feel like I can do it because sure. I'm just gonna be cranking them out. And I I can't believe like some of my videos have up to two million. So that's amazing. You know, even to have a video on there and you don't even know that it has a million. You know what I mean? It's kind of you're doing so much work out there. You're just you know putting the videos out there, which content creating is you know it's a job that never stops happening. So you know it's kind of cool to have those ones that maybe not be so special to you that are special to your fans or that are like kind of make you stand out, I guess, rather than the other YouTubers. Cause there's always so many different channels, different kind of, you know, methods that people use. What is your channel geared toward? It's mostly comedy, improv acting. I do some live performances or some music stuff, but um, it's very little lifestyle. All of it's scripted. So I'll write the script, I'll hire the actors and then we just shoot it. How do you balance, you know, your careers having so many different facets in them? I 
am trying to still work on the balance <laughs> part of it. Lord, it's, I feel sometimes like a spaz, but I have like different meditational things that I do to help me stay on track. So the acting, I make sure to designate Monday through Friday for sure. All my auditions I go to or do at home self tapes now for COVID stuff. But um, if I can be on set, I'm on set. If not, I'm shooting, I'm creating, I'm writing, I'm constantly in like, let's just put out content or our art. I like it. So how has COVID affected your career? Honestly, I think I've made a lot of money last year. So I'm not <laughs> say you're proud, girl. It's all right. You know what I mean? There's a lot of people that are unfor- you know, unfortunate they don't have that happening. But they're also, I feel like you shouldn't not applaud yourself for all your accolades because you are still putting in the hard work. You are doing, you know, you're showing up where you could have not done anything during COVID and just been Netflix and chill. Well, I will say where we are constantly sometimes worried about someone hiring us for a job as actors or auditioning for that project and making that be the fallback for the money that we're making. I, I didn't have that to fall back on. It was like, now, nah, girl, you better get out here and create yourself. So it challenged me and caused me to like write more, shoot more put out more and that became my sole income. Writing more as far as your songs or your skits or my scratch my sketches. Your sketches. Sketches, yeah. But so for how does, music I haven't I haven't put out a song in over a year. Is that something music. that you're kind of like waiting until you find like that hit song or you just have a bunch of things in the in the works that you're just like I'm coming at you. Well with music is I think that's something you have to take two months, three months off and just like feel. You know what I mean? Whatever it is that I am in, the, if I'm having heartbreak right now, I'm going to write about my heartbreak. If I am happy, I'm going to write about how happy I am. So I would have to digress from all the acting stuff and really just take time to put a body of work together. But I don't want to do that right now. I want to focus on the momentum I have going with my YouTube, keep the coins coming in. And then when I'm like good enough to just take a break, then I'll go back and, and record some stuff. Awesome. Well, that sounds like balance in itself. You know what's you know what's working for you and your brand right now, and what your fans want to see. And you know, acting it seems like kind of where it's at. It's fun too. You know, being able to be these different people every day that I'm not necessarily like. This so you have some like baby mama. You have a characters that you know, there's certain characters yeah. that you have. Who are they? Yeah. So I have a baby mama character. Okay. She's funny. She's always asking her baby daddy for money. She has a tattoo on her boob and everything. She's giving all the like ratchet 75th street type energy then we have like you know some of the the divorce sketches that I've done I'm not married I've never been married but I just kind of play with like realism in my life or my friends lives and then I make a story about it so it ends up being funny but it's relatable so how does the influence comes from it comes from your like your friends you're saying since you're not divorced we don't have anything how did you come up with those sketches since you write them yourself how does that process what does the process take to get to a sketch to come to fruition it's usually from a conversation I'll be sitting and talking with my friends that are either complaining about their relationships or complaining about what's going on in their families or their roommate situations I'll go hiking with them. And from whatever they're talking to me and about. you're like, tell me more. You're like, I'm taking notes <laughs> over here. I'm going to write about you. Okay. And you're going to be, do your friends get offended? Or like, be like, girl, why'd you talk about my situation? Do you ever get somebody to be like, I can't tell you the tea because you're going to write the tea. No, they actually, they'll call me and be like, yeah, put that in your videos. Like, they know I'm going to write about them. You're like, my, my baby, dad. I need to know. <laughs> My dad has so much family drama, so he calls me with his little little stuff, too. So it's funny. Like, I like it. And even if it's a painful situation, sometimes you can turn that into lighthearted comedy. It doesn't always have to be so, uh. So how long, typically, are your sketches? 
they vary from five minutes to like 12 or 13 minutes, depending on how long it needs to be. Who is your favorite character to portray? That's hard. <laughs> that one is hard. I don't know. I don't have a favorite. Yeah, I don't I even think I've tapped into her yet. I still got to find okay, her. Okay, I like that. You, she's still out there. Mm-hmm. She's deep down in there. We're going to pull her we out. Gotta write her. We're going to yeah. pull her out and <laughs> let her shine. <laughs> so you recently had the opportunity to be on set of a blockbuster movie with The Rock. Yes. How was that experience? And tell us a little bit more about that. So I, it was my first time being asked to do stunts. I was a stunt double and wrestler with um, a couple of other actors. Um, so I got a chance to wrestle the lead. Okay. I got a chance to meet The Rock, which was really cool. And then the movie, it's paying really well. So I'm happy. <laughs> all About three that. check marks right. that are all really good. <laughs> yeah, I loved it. Have you seen it? The I have not seen it. It's really interesting because it's about this girl from Europe who has this wrestling family. So they're all Oh, wrestlers. wait, I think I know. The story is, like, is it lightly based on an actual? Yes. W- I, and I, well, I watched, I don't know if it was. Like a trailer. The divas whatever like whatever it is but i forget i don't know what her name is she's got like dark hair i don't remember her actual name i gotta remember that maybe you do but i'm not sure yeah um, but i i remember it being um that she was going it was about her her family but i never saw it actually yeah it's, it's really good it's a good story um but it was just i don't know it was cool but to see that culture i didn't know anything about the wwe life about how hardcore the fans are is really intense intense. yeah (laughs) i'm from texas and i just remember growing up and it just being like stone cold steve austin was right everybody's like action hero whatever and like (laughs) they didn't really know about it. my little brother was so into it but yeah they're they're dedicated fans it's so crazy but it was fun and i was on a beach wrestling doing all these drills climbing ropes like I don't think I don't work out like this in real life. So it was like, this is so did you have to train for the movie? I did. Okay. So how did you go from just getting these new roles and stuff like that? And now you're like, let's do stunts. Like, did that intimidate you? Like, how did you even like kind of play into that role? It was tough because the girls who actually are stunts, they don't just do it for like this wrestling movie. They do it like jumping out of cars or dealing with explosives and things like that. So they're like, if you really want to take this serious, you should probably get in a school for specific stunt work. So I didn't take it any further than that movie because wrestling, I feel like I could handle. But all of that other stuff So do you know me. some wrestling moves now? I do. I know a few. Do you use them in the bedroom too? Well. <laughs> or not yet. I'm not going to speak on that just yet. I'm going to wait to the questions round well, when you get to the game. We're, war- we're warming you up here. This is like a whole <laughs> full experience here at Private Talk. We're going to like get you more comfortable with us, with the fans, <laughs> so we get to know what wrestling moves you may or may not have. That is so funny. I love it. <laughs> so this new wave of comedians that emerged from IG, who inspired you, if any, that came out of from like being comedians off of Instagram? There was two. Um, my good friend, Jahan Jones, he's the one who actually started me in my very first sketch. And from his video, my friend Cornell saw me in that sketch. And so with them both, I just learned how to, you know, build the idea out, cast the right person for the idea, and then how to make it attention grabbing that it, you know, you keep the ad, the audience captivated, first of all. You know we have attention spans, the time span of three seconds. You know what I mean? So We what, live in a, like, now, now, exactly. now, now. We exactly. want, like, where's our phone? Let's just scroll up. Let's see there's something new. Yeah. So the psychology of creating an idea that's not going to bore someone and constantly 
reinventing yourself in a way that's like, okay, why am I subscribed to her page or why am I tuning into this or whatever? So I learned that from them and they've been doing this since they were back in their hometowns. Like I think Jahan's from the DMV area and Cornell's from Ohio. So like they started off in their hometowns and then they brought it to LA and like their careers are going crazy now. So I'm just trying to get to that level where I'm more than just this brand, but I can now start writing movies and like, you know, pitching things to Netflix. And that's the ultimate goal. That's amazing. That's, you know, because it's one of those things I feel like, and maybe I'm wrong, like, you don't know that you could do those things. So you're like, wow, I never thought I could be like a writer for a movie or a series, whatever. But there's so many people that I feel like have so many unlocked talents that until you're around the right group of people, do those things start kind of like unleashing and like kind of forming the woman that you are today? A hundred percent. They were always like, write your own stuff, write your own stuff. Like, don't just be the actor. It means more, I feel like, because not only that, like, you can write yourself into stuff or, like, be like, you know, if you don't want to pick me, you're going to pick me now. Exactly, it's like, exactly. And it's kind of a really good, like, marketing tool, I feel like, as well. Like, so YouTube's family, I feel like the YouTube family in with itself is, like, a, such a huge community that you could kind of go a lot of different avenues. It's so true. I feel like with a lot of the female um, comedians that I've come across, they're so strong in their game, like whether it's on stage and they do like the stand up world or they bring it across through the videos and stuff that they do. I'm not a stand up comedian. Is you know that what something I mean? that you'd be interested in doing? Mm, I really like the idea of bouncing back and forth between some drama and yeah. comedy. I don't more like just comedy skits. Exactly. More exactly. Exactly. But, but I feel like that helps with your craft probably as well as like, you know, when you're acting, you're required to be any kind of character whatsoever. So you kind of like untap that you're not always Ayana or Ayana, my son. Yeah. Um, yeah. I mean, like, you know, Ayana can be so many different things. Exactly. I mean, I will say that this is, it's not easy. Like people think that, oh, I'm going to just start a YouTube page. It doesn't work like that. You really have to be like, I'm going to learn the editing software. I'm going to learn the camera works. I'm going to learn like the angles to shoot from. You know, and to, I, I read a book about how to write scripts professionally. You know what I mean? It's a lot of work. You're in your craft, girl. That's good. That's important to be successful in any, you know, thing that you do. Is like you got to really learn and put the work in. It's so or true. it's not going to add up at the end. You know, because exactly. like you said, anybody could do it, but nobody could be, not everybody can be successful. Exactly. So what would you give a young Ayana advice? Coming out here in L.A., not knowing much, learning all these things. What would you give advice to your younger self? I would say to listen more and talk less. Um, there's so much influence and so much art around us. If you're taking a walk down the street, you can literally hear music. If you are sitting in a room full of educated people, you can learn a lot in that space. I was so like headstrong and I, you know, I love being you were right. Like, I know it all. You know what I'm saying? I was that girl growing up, but I feel like I want to like close my mouth and just listen more because there's so much that can influence anything that I'm creating, whether it's music or whether it's acting or there's a lot of different like things that can inspire me if I just tune into like the universe and people more. And I'm sure with writing, you know, that kind of helps too. Cause it's like, you don't, you're not always going to run a white, write what you have going on in your head. You want it like the ideas of other people in society. Cause that's who's purchasing your things or viewing your things or liking your stuff. So you got to keep them captivated. You get it a hundred percent. My friend, he wanted to write a film about homeless people. So he went and he stayed down in Skid Row for three days. 
and just like account. lived there for three full days. I mean, he has a whole movie that he I was wrote say, now. Did he come up and doing it. He wrote a full feature film, but it was just like embodied, like literally contorting yourself to being this thing that you really want to like understand and then put the art out there. So I've always been fascinated with people like that because of the fact of like. People could write about a lot of things, but until you really know it or struggled yourself, mm-hmm. do you really know it? Exactly. To like give it, be able to portray it to other people to really feel moved by something or really feel like cry and like do the like really like heartful things. Because there's even music, you know, it's so, you know, can be so spiritual sometimes and really just like hits your, you know, your heartstrings or it makes you feel like, man, that happened to me. Exactly. Like, how do they know my life story? Exactly. Like, how do you know? So it's like you really, you know, Cool to see somebody dive in so you know selflessly and just give the everything to that role. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Are you um, are you gonna go and do something crazy like that and um, dive right in? It depends. It depends on the role. I don't think that I've ever been given the challenge to be something that I, I can't embody just from perception or my experience of life so far. Now, if it's something like okay, you have to be a professional skier, or, you know. What was that? Margot Robbie. She's one of my favorite actors. Mm. She's really good at it. So I can't imagine, like, she's done the the ice skating thing. Mm -hmm. And then she went and did, like, this huge transformation to be, like, the villain or whatever. And that, you know, she probably has to be around that kind of energy for a few weeks or months to really embody whatever that, yeah, that character is. I like that. Margot Robbie. Do you have any other um, top, what's your top three? Oh, girl. <laughs> oh, my God. Okay. I love Leonardo DiCaprio. Okay. He's number one. You said, you said that like, like he's your man. <laughs> no, but like, the he's fucking brilliant. His choices. Can I say fucking on here? Yes, you can say whatever you like. It's a private talk. <laughs> private talk. I hope that you are liking this episode because I know I am. We're getting a little bit, getting to know you a little bit better. <laughs> well, I love... Love Leo. His choices are amazing. The films he chooses to put out, they're just thought-provoking. Inception was brilliant. Mm, amazing, yeah. <laughs> just Still got your mouth crazy. Yes. It's crazy. Okay, so that. And then um, I feel like Denzel is is pretty good, too. Um, you have to give him his props. But I want to say Margot Robbie is my favorite female actress. because Those are all great choices. She's so fucking fierce. Yeah, she's definitely right up there with one. I think Scarlett Johansson is one of my favorite too. She's good. She's yeah. an action so movie. diverse. Like yeah, you, it's not like you're pigeonholed in one kind of like character, which I feel like some people like major lead roles can can be sometimes. So it's cool to kind of see them everywhere. That's my favorite thing too. Yeah. So we've talked about you know acting. Now let's talk about more music stuff. You okay. kind of have it on pause right now because you're doing so much acting stuff. Who are your musical influences growing up? Growing up, uh, we were just playing it. I love Michael Jackson. He's so good. Um, his sister Janet, too. Um, pretty much all of the Jacksons, I, I really loved their story growing up because it was a family business, and that's how I started. Um, Tina Turner, she is old school, but she was the one that taught me how to dance. Mm. And Whitney Houston. All got that soul, those gospel-y, like those great voices. I heard you, you know, singing a little bit over there. I grew up watching those movies, uh, The Bodyguard. Mm, that's a fave. And What's Love Got to Do With It. 
So that's how I learned how to sing. That's how I learned how to dance. I was in there shaking my head like Tina Turner girl. I was up in there performing. Wearing all the little dresses and shaking yes. it. Shaking it. <laughs> so my grandma was like, I'm going to put your ass in some classes. Like she literally would just watch me in front of the TV. And she was like, I'm putting you in classes. And she did. So I was performing all over the city. Girl, I did. How old were you when you started performing? Five. Wow. That's uh, that's intense as a five-year-old to know that you got it. It's like that it factor. She always, she's like, this girl's grown. I would, like, walk with this little, like, she's like, what the fuck? <laughs> Who is this Did you child? feel like you got that from your mother, your father, your grandma? Who did you get that from? Is there anybody musically, you know, um, entertaining in your family as well? Well, my mom, she sings a little. Um, she wasn't, and my, my mom just passed this year. So um, it's like a whatever. But, um she was like the vocal support, I feel like, because she introduced me to so many different influences musically. But no, girl, they can't. My daddy can dance a little bit. He used to teach me a little something. But girl, I don't know where this came from. It's kind of random. Probably a mixture of all of them. That's true. You know what I mean? So it's like they, they all couldn't get it all together themselves. But collectively, we have you. That's true. That's true. It's a fucking community for sure. <laughs> so what is your type of genre of music that you like the most? I sing a lot of R&B, but I l enjoy so many different. Like, I love reggae. I love hip-hop. If, if you were going to put on an album, would it just be R&B-based? Yes. If it was coming from me, from you. it would be R&B. And I think me and my older self, I'm vibing more in the Sabrina Claudio, her, mm. that kind of, like, soulful I like, again, with meaning. It feels like everything that you kind of do has to have kind of, like, substance and meaning. That's you, girl. You get me. Ooh, What's your sign? I'm a Gemini. Oh, me too, girl. Ooh, when's your birthday? I'm June 9th. Oh, okay, I'm May 25th. Yes. yes, yes. Gemini's are amazing people. I mean, private talk. I mean, there's not a lot we can't do. I feel it's like hustlers. you know what I mean. Yes, for We're sure. You know, I you know myself. I'm in the entertainment business, and it's just you know. I feel like I play so many different roles, mm -hmm. you know what I mean? And it's just being an, an artist and kind of like not, I can't sing, I, I can dance, but I can't sing, I can't do any of those things. But I, for me, it's just creatively, I come up with content and do my own thing. I was in the adult entertainment business for over 10 plus years. and Wow. Yeah, so for me, it's like about just continuing the brand and continually putting out content out there in, in different means. Before it was more sexual, now it's more private talk. But, but I, I love that about Gemini's like you just mentioned about 10 different things that Versatile. you can do <laughs> wait and like when you look at Prince like Prince is a, a Gemini too and you looked at how he played every single instrument Tupac. he played the guitar the drum Tupac is like they're we're so multifaceted and it's like we're fascinating that's what I love about you know doing the show that I'm doing private talk is because I get to meet all kinds of different walks of life all different kinds of people you know Gemini's are my favorite I'm a little yes. biased but you know it's one of those things <laughs> it's cool because you know even though we're in different fields they mesh in some level yes and so it's like you know and it's cool because it's just like you kind of learn a little bit more about even yourself the things that I wouldn't know or because of something that you've said or done and kind of like and that's why I feel like for me artistry is really great to be creative and show people and communicate to the world of like what you really have going on because people don't know unless you ask so true closed mouths don't get fed hello <laughs> <laughs> for sure all right private talk i hope that you're liking this episode we're gonna take a little bit of a break and then we're gonna get back to my favorite part truth of texas yes this episode is sponsored by blue chew it's time to snap out of it spring is here and it's time to get sprung with blue chew Blue Chew is a unique online service that delivers the same active ingredients as Viagra and Cialis, 
but in a chewable form at a fraction of the cost. Blue Chew's tablets help men achieve harder, strong erections to combat all forms of ED. Blue Chew is an online prescription service, so no visits to the doctor's office, no awkward conversations, and no waiting in line at the pharmacy, and it ships right to the door in a discreet package. The process is simple. Sign up at bluechew.com, consult with one of their licensed medical providers, and once you're approved, you'll receive your prescription within days. The best part? It's all done online. Blue Chew's licensed medical providers work with you to find the right ingredient and strength for your prescription. Don't like swallowing pills? No problems here. Blue Chew's Sildenafil and Tadalafil tablets are chewable. Blue Chew's tablets are made in the USA and they prepare and ship direct, so it's cheaper than a pharmacy. So if you or your partner could benefit from extra confidence when it's time to perform, visit bluechew.com for more details and important safety information. And we've got a special deal for our listeners. Try Blue Chew free when you use our promo code PRIVATETALK at checkout, just paying $5 shipping. That's bluechew.com, promo code PRIVATETALK to receive your first month free. And we thank Blue Chew for sponsoring the podcast. All right, Private Talk, we are back and we have Ayana on the couch with us. Are you ready to play Truth with Texas? Yes, honey. All right. It's my <laughs> favorite part. We're going to go through all the cards and each ace is going to mean something a little bit different. Okay. Do, 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 do. All right. Here you go, love. Ooh, Ace of Spades. Ace of Spades is our favorite here because it's a naughty question. <laughs> you must be a naughty girl. You started the. You started right off the bat. <laughs> All right. We'll see. We won't. We'll ease you into the game a little bit. Okay. So, but we're we're still gonna get naughty. Okay. <laughs> All right. What is the? Hmm. Let's see this. Have you ever used a toy during intercourse? Hmm. Yes. I yes. A why couple, are you a couple so, times. Why are you so hesitant? Is it like your favorite because one? Because I'm like, are does, you like, do you consider mm, this a toy? What but is the toy? Let's hear. I'm kind of a sex expert too. So I know. Are you? Yes. Okay. Being in the wow. adult industry for as long as I have, I better fucking know something. <laughs> <laughs> um, it was, it's kind of it's like. Is like a bullet? Or is yeah, it like a. Yeah, kind of. So it's like a clitoral, like yeah. simulated thing. Nothing that's going inside of you. Exactly. Do you need that with your partner to get you over the edge? Or is it something you just brought to like spice things up in the relationship? I think it was like a just let's try this and let's see. Was it this. him or you were like, hold on, I got something in my drawer. It was him. Oh, I like right? that. Because most times guys can be a little bit intimidated by toys, which I feel like is kind of silly. Exactly. Because it's like, it doesn't replace you, it adds to you. Okay. So I feel like, you know, myself included, if I'm going to, you know, going the masturbation route myself, I'm definitely, most time, nine times out of ten, it's going to be clitoral stimulation. Mm-hmm. If I want to, like, something inside me, I want to get fucked. It's very true. So, you know, we're on the same page. Different strokes for different folks, but it all feels good. <laughs> we're private. on the same page. <laughs> Oral sex, sloppy or clean. Are you a spitter? Do you just keep it neat and cute? You mean if I'm doing it or if receiving? If you're doing it. Mm, messy is good. Messy's messy's fun. You seem like you're a messy, like, late night messy, but you're like, mm, if they fuck with my face or my hair, I'm going <laughs> to fuck you up, motherfucker. <laughs> All true. <laughs> I, I feel it in you. Maybe it's a Gemini you twin You can thing. read me really well. It's kind of crazy. <laughs> I've got this gift. <laughs> you know what I mean? It's not just because I'm a you know host of private talk, but the Gemini powers, you know, I could just exude you over here. Oh my god. <laughs> Weirdest sexual experience. Mm, I wanna say I felt like the vibe wasn't there. And then 
once we were getting ready to get started, it was so awkward. I just left. You know what I mean? So you gave like the chemistry. Yeah, unfortunately. Okay, so was it a first time? First time. Okay, so what was weird about it? Was it just like he was kissing you weird? He was like, well, you would think based on the conversation that that's gonna be like, oh, okay, this might be dope. But then, like, you're getting into kissing and all of it, and it's, it was just really so bad. So his kissing game was whack. He wasn't being really dominant. He was being kind of like, mm. Yeah. So how do you, like, get, how do you just leave? <laughs> I was like, you know do you what? Say, I think it's, hey, I got a phone call. Or you're like, you know, this is just not for me. Was he naked when you left? Yes. <laughs> yes. <he was. laughs> Isn't that funny? You really gave that's, him blue balls. Fucked. It's so fucked up. I'm a, you know, blue balls for me is like an equivalent for women is blue lips. We don't like them. Oh, yeah. <laughs> but right. I, I can't say that every guy knows how to take the woman there that's not a gift that's given take the woman there in what sense like as an orgasm or yes, just as an orgasm into the mood because you didn't even get into an orgasm well, for state. that situation yes he didn't even he didn't come close but i mean most guys in general just don't know how to make women orgasms so i feel like i'm back to differ we'll talk about this but we on. will <laughs> we will i, I think maybe some, you're fucking with the wrong men maybe maybe you're just intimidating and maybe you maybe. just, because I feel like sometimes men don't know what to do and they think that we're just going to tell them what to do. But as an alpha woman, sometimes I don't want to fucking tell you what to do. So I don't want to like teach you everything so you could use to the next girl when you're done with me. I'm okay with that. Well, <laughs> it's the one place that I feel like I would rather be submissive for once. You know what I mean? It's like the I one like area. you say for once, <laughs> like disclaimer there. <laughs> <laughs> because I'm I'm so in control of everything in my life, you know what I mean? And I know what's going on in my work life, but in this one area I'm just like I want to chill. Like, That's not, there's nothing wrong with that. There's there's here. definitely be uh, some people that will lay it down. <laughs> so this man was not that man. No. He's naked. Or okay, so wait, let's let's rewind. Okay. So we're making out. Yes. You're still not feeling it, but no. you're going to give it a vibe because you're like, okay, I'm here. His game was probably good. Yes. He's texting, sexting, probably <laughs> sending dick pics. Who knows? <laughs> and then how do you get to the point where you're just like, this is not for me. And it was just I gotta really go. bad. Like the ex- like the experience to lead up to. I'm like, there's no. Ca-. And I don't believe in doing something for no reason. I don't believe in doing something. Especially just- sexually. Because it's like, no. why? I'm not giving you all this greatness for your fucking dumbass. <laughs> Exactly. Yeah, it was it was dry. So did he attempt to even try to go down on you? Did he like do any of that before you got to that? Like again, what was the the defining moment that you were like, nah, motherfucker, you ain't. I think he was a lot more excited to be there than I was. I was not happy. He He came early. (laughs) No, and didn't even get that bar. Uh, I just was. I was really unhappy with what I saw. So I. I Oh, it was the package. It wasn't good. Mm-mm. You sound so dis- disappointed, disappointed right now. Like you're looking like, I'm not gonna do this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You have no words. I love it. I mean, appearance is everything. <laughs> if you if you don't have something to show up with properly, then stay your ass at home. Or he probably was at home, but you know, <laughs> leave your ass there. <laughs> but I also think that's why too, again, this we're going with the communication thing, the lead up thing. Mm-hmm. If he would have sent you a dick pic, would you have never came and answered his Well, name? I don't ask for those. I never ask I, for I those mean, because I'm not going to, I'm not sending that stuff out. I don't send that kind of content. 
But I'm saying if you're in a romantic kind of a, or something that's leading up to that and the guy, they don't sometimes you don't have to ask. They'll just do it. That's true. But I'm not even into it. Not into it. Mm-mm. Nothing. Mm. You're just like, what are you into then? I mean, if if it's there in, in person, you know what I mean? Cool. So your love language is more touch, like physical yes. touch in person. You don't yes. need like affirmations. You don't no. need any of those things. And it's an intellectual thing for me. Like I like when someone speaks to me a certain way or if they're really smart. Yes. And I feel like I can learn something like that's a turn on for me. I don't necessarily need to see a Nate. First of all, a naked man looks funny. So it's not. I think they look beautiful. Maybe I'm a pervert. A, but a naked woman, that's a different situation. A naked man, you know what I mean? Sometimes. Would you say you're bisexual? No. You. <laughs> I want the truth. I don't know. If I believe that, you know, they do say when people lie when you either have to look away, you like take um, or. <laughs> <laughs> private talk i told you we we're getting to know her a little bit better <laughs> these questions truth with texas who gets you every time i think that women are beautiful but would i date and be with no have you ever been with a woman never no. okay not necessarily bisexual maybe you're just entertained by women i admire women from afar i think that they're gorgeous and beautiful and stunning like for but. myself i i would consider myself bisexual because i have been with uh, women sexually but I feel like I couldn't go as far as being in a relationship as far as that way because I need something else. Yeah. Um, but, but sexually, I am I would consider myself bisexual because I do appreciate the female body. Like I feel like the like the whole like elegance yeah. of a woman and yeah. what they portray and exude. I feel like is what kind of more turns me on about it. I feel like it's more of an admiration for me. Like okay. I admire all of that, but it's not like a thing. You just haven't found the right woman yet to be like. <laughs> Get over here, girl. <laughs> maybe, maybe. All right, let's go to the next card. Okay. Ooh, Ace of Hearts. Ace of Hearts. It's romantic. Yes, honey. Are you? Would you consider yourself a romantic? Very much so. I love to woo people, um, especially if I'm in a relationship. What's one of your wooiest moments? Uh, I have done everything from planning a full-blown like travel experience like trip um to maybe like a helicopter experience or like girl you romantic date night at the beach like i like planning stuff and surprising people you're definitely a gemini you like that too yeah i don't i mean i haven't done those like extravagant things but i for me i don't have that right person to do those things with you know to kind of but i'm also very um I'm very just caring in general in my relationships with friends or romantically, especially, but like, it's about the little things for me. It's about like keeping, um, keeping it like that whole like energy, that vibe up at high at all times is because I don't necessarily need it done for me because that's not my love language. I just like to make make people feel good good about themselves and like be like, damn, you were really listening to me. I'm like, I know. Thanks. You like exactly. that? Exactly. Exactly. But yeah, that does more for me than actually getting a gift. Now I do yeah. like gifts, but I know it's like for me, it's like if you don't, if there's no meaning before it, I don't want a gift just to have a gift. What's your love language? Acts of service? <sighs> I probably say acts of service and probably like touch too. For me, it's very like I like like one on one. Like I need I need feeling. I okay. Need to, I need someone to touch me, caress me. I love Tell it. Me all those things. <laughs> I love it. I think mine's is is acts of service only. Like it doesn't necessarily have to be a gift, but 
doing things that make me happy. Like I love what's the mo- what is the biggest thing that someone's done to achieve that for you? Um, I have a huge obsession with Egypt. My dog's name is Egypt. I have Egyptian furniture everywhere in my house. And in my last relationship, he took me to Egypt. Oh, awesome. We sailed the Nile River for the entire trip. And it was the most incredible, probably humbling and like spiritual experience I've ever had. Like, just imagine being on the Nile. Yeah. In like the closest you can be to everything energy. that you like. Oh, girl, touching the pyramids. Like, it was incredible. It That's was amazing. Like, it was beautiful. I like it. I love traveling, so I definitely will have to put, go go there one day. Yes, girl, you better. Oh, do you have a favorite song that you like to make love to? Mm, I really recently like what's her name? Um, Alexis Texas. <laughs> <laughs> you are bomb. <laughs> you heard it, private talk. I just fished that out of her, but I like it. I love it. <laughs> um. What is her name? She has like the scarf on her head and she's singing that song, Body. Up and on my phone, I got options. Oh, oh, is that? No, it's not Summer Walker. Yeah, Summer Walker. Walker. That's her. Mm -hmm. Okay, yeah. I like her album recently. Like, massage to her album. Sex to her album, mm. riding in the car to her. It's a good album. Getting like head it. in the car, <laughs> doing bad things in the car. <laughs> it's a bomb album. I love it. I like it. I like it. Let's go with the next card. Okay. Ace of Clubs. Ace of Clubs is a kinky question. Uh oh. We're all a little kinky, but we're going to get kinkier. <laughs> okay, let's see. What part of your body turns you on the most? To see visually or just touch by by touch? See see visually. Mm. I would say my lips. Your lips. I love my lips. Do you sleep naked? No. I have to have on underwear. Have to, but no top. No. Just panty. Yeah. Sex in the morning or at night? Both. Thong or booty shorts? Thong. Favorite sex position? From the back, for Ooh, sure. Ooh, you like your hair pulled or not? Nah? Sometimes. It mm. just depends. Spanked? A little bit. Mm-hmm. If they do it right, girl. <laughs> A little bit feels like real good. <laughs> What's your biggest turn on? Um... A really smart and successful man. Nice. I thought I was going to say something totally different, but I think my mind just went so different. <laughs> a nice, really big dick. <laughs> I mean, after the one that you saw before, you ran away. So I could girl, see that that would be something that would girl, be on the top. That was two, a three, sad like, <laughs> situation. I think I'm more of a sapio. Okay. So like Explain. intellectual. Okay. A sapio is a person that is turned on. By intellectual stimulation. So um, I could literally sit and be talking about the galaxy. If I feel like I'm learning something. You're what? Biggest turn on ever. Mm, that's hot. I feel like mine, you know, mind stimulation is like a, is big up there. Like for me, especially because it's like I've been in the sex industry. I know sexually what I want, but it's like when the older you get, you like you unlock different things. You're like, man. That's sexy. That's a different vibe. And I think when people have strong sexual energy, like I can tell that you have like really intense energy. 
of course you're going to be bored in a mediocre space where someone's not tapping into like other realms not just your body. It has to be something else going on. A lot of something else going mm-hmm. on. Gemini's get bored really easily. You know it, so girl. It's like, <laughs> I got to keep it going. You know what I mean? That's why for me, again, I like to like do different things or say different things or ask Try different questions. Random things. Like, yes. Yeah. 100%. Trust. I ask these same questions to a lot of people in my personal life. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like it's only fair I have to try these questions out like you know what I mean like what are they gonna say and then with which reactions I get I'm like oh yeah mm-hmm. I know what I'm gonna do to you <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I love it all right last question ace of diamonds ace of diamonds is spicy okay have you ever used any food during foreplay I've done like little condiments like caramel sauce or Ice, um, chocolate. I'm not a strawberry girl, so I had to do cherries. No whipped cream. <laughs> well, I'll do cherries. Okay, but that's it. Compromise. Mm-hmm. How many people would you say that you've had that you've slept with? Girl, I'm not answering this question. <laughs> this year, <laughs> oh one. <laughs> this that's year, that's easy. Yeah, 2021. Yeah. Look, I helped you out there, Gemini. <laughs> Craziest place you've ever had sex. Um. Are you in a mile high club? Yes. Are you in I was going to say the airplanes. I was going to say the, but you're such a Gemini. Me too. You too. <laughs> hey. Oh my God. Did we just become best friends? I seriously <laughs> believe so. Cause I'm like, you know a lot about me already. <laughs> like who is on your celebrity bang list? Top three. If you could have like a hall pass, if you could have just like, no one's got to know about it. Who would you want? I don't think I've, ooh, girl. Okay. We'll say two guy and girl. Okay, girl. <laughs> Who's the chick from Orange is the New Black? Which one? The one with the tattoos that said, looking girl. I, like, watched the first season, and I don't think. Can we phone a friend? What is it? <laughs> I swear you know who this is. Um, but she's, like, Australian, and she's Oh, beautiful. I know who she, I know that, I, that you said that, but I uh, I don't know her name either. But she's really hot. She shaved her head, and she's got really, like, uh, nice eyes. Ruby Rose. Ruby Rose. Yes. Bomb. Mm, I'd have a threesome with you guys, too. <laughs> I just included myself in there. <laughs> sorry, not sorry. I love it. <laughs> but she's bomb. Um... I I don't feel like I've ever looked at the screen and been like Google the man celebrity. Before. There's nobody that's been on the screen, not even Leo. That's like, see, Leo isn't a turn on for me. He's more of but like, he's intellectual. You know, I'm sure he's packing some heat. You know, probably, I don't even I don't even think I feel like he's not. No, <laughs> you think it's? A, I feel like he's not. Um, I don't know. I think I feel like I've had a friend that's fucked him. I feel like it's <laughs> that that. It, she had good reviews. There was good review. Yup. I feel like it was <laughs> this is hilarious. Oh my God. Okay. Yeah. Oh. I don't, I don't feel like I've looked at a His guy and been like, mm. not small. Oh mm, yeah. No. Can't think of, I have celebrity crushes, but not. Okay. Who's not a celebrity crush? I like Pharrell. Okay. If it's a celebrity crush, how does it just a crush that you not want to bang? I want to bang all my crushes. Really? Yeah. Why not? Have, why be interested if we can't go all the way? I'm maybe just too horny. I don't really know. I think I have to know the person first to know if I would want to sleep with them. Because sometimes people, sometimes, they may look 
they look, may look but nice. But that's why you just do but this. Then you meet them, you're like, mm. you, just, you just cover their mouth. <laughs> so they can't mess it up. You don't talk, you don't say nothing. Just let me believe you're whatever character that I saw you in the movie that I want to fuck, and then we'll, we'll be good. <laughs> I mean, I in porn, I used to be like sometimes I would not want to like talk to the performer I was going to work with. Not that I didn't know them already, but I'm like, I don't want you to have a chance, a slight chance for you to ruin this. And I'm not going to fucking enjoy my time. So shut the fuck up. So do in you my know mind, I didn't before, say like, do you get to like vet the person? And, you like, don't. Well, OK, them? so how porn works out there, private talk. We have like um, I have a no list. So if there's somebody that I didn't want to work with in the industry, I could put that on there. So then. Other than that, then you have a yes list. So okay. then when a company who hires you, they pick one of those people that are within your list. So I don't necessarily know until the next day that I get my call, like my information, who that person's going to be. Okay. But you do know them um, per se. But when you first started, I didn't know anybody. So it's like everybody gets, it's like a one night stand, but different. But, um, but yeah, so then you get to, you know, kind of vet it after that point. But for me, it's always like, oh, I'll give everybody at least one shot. And then if you fuck up, then it's on you. I didn't realize that it was so structured, like call sheets and like. For sure. Like, that's why I said, like, with me doing what I do and you doing just that you've seen the similarities from myself, it's like we mesh somewhere in between other than you're not fucking. You know what I mean? Like, but it's, it's definitely a business. It's That's definitely, crazy. you know, it's, it's, I say we're sexual athletes, you know, we're there to do a job. I don't like these people, no offense, but like, it's not someone that I would go and date normally. It's somebody that, you know, I'm there to do a, a job and my job's to have sex. Okay. So Yeah. And so do it the best of my ability. Are you going to write a book, girl? I am eventually. Come on. Sure. You know, I feel like that's a world that people, like, I'm completely oblivious to just, like, the BTS part of it. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Well, that's what book. I think it's fun about this whole show is that, you know, so many people, when they sit on the couch, half know me, half have no idea of my background or whatever, which I like more because it's like you get to know the real me. Yeah. And then you can judge whatever later. But it's like, for me, it's like, I am who I am. What I did in porn doesn't define me. It's just a part of who I am like part of what I do yeah and you know what I mean so for me sexually it's how I learned to experience or experience and express myself yeah. the best that I could and now I've done that and closed that door and now it's like with this it's how I express myself I'm not censored it's telling my own views and what I want and who, the guests that I have on here to kind of get to know each other a little bit more that's powerful and private talk you know you know there's a lot of people that are crossover fans that have followed me throughout my whole career nice. but also haven't seen sides of me or heard stories about my personal life either so it's good to have guests you know kind of combat and go back and forth and we all get to know each other. Yeah. I mean, just talking to you, I feel like you have a lot going on. You know what I mean? You sound like a businesswoman. Frenchie definitely keeps me busy, for That's sure. But um, I'm definitely a businesswoman. I'm definitely a brand. You know, for me, my biggest thing uh, when I first started was go big or go home. And I'm That's not right. ever fucking going home. That's so, right, girl. You know, everything's bigger and bigger. <laughs> Better in Texas, baby. <laughs> I love it. All right. Thank you so much for joining me, Ayana. Is there anywhere that we could see you, we can support you, all the things that you have coming up? Let us know your social media if you have a website well everything across the board is the same if you check out my instagram it's ayana the artist a-y-o-n-a the artist it's also the same on facebook as well as twitter it's just ayana a-y-o-n-a but yeah everything is googleable guys you heard her private talk make sure you go and support her i love it thank you so much again for coming and taking the time my gemini bestie now yes all right private talk thanks for tuning in until next time Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube.